0: Very exciting announcements before we dive into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. We actually have some meaty announcements, so be sure to stick around for this one. First off, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to start marking your calendars for our next community-focused one-shot. Please mark your calendars for May 15th. We will be heading to the Shackles, a place in Galarian that many of you are familiar with from the Salty Dogs arc. That same area will be heading out to a private island to see a group of villains and failed heroes as they take on a gauntlet of enemies in a pit designed to kill them in The Fall of Heroes. Yes, we are so excited to have you all uh, there as an audience. uh, We're going to have a huge opportunity uh, with a large tip menu uh, with rewards all the way from different, very inclusive tiers for new patrons as well as current patrons. Where you can interact with the players on the field, whether you want to throw them a bone or even attack them or other members that are on the field at one time. All the way to changing the map. As things go along, it's going to be a very brutal, exciting, and story-rich one-shot, all kind of centered around this idea of, can the party survive the brawl? It is going to be DM'd by myself, Zach, Haley, and the rest of the folks on the Basically Good podcast are going to be participating as brand new characters, whether chaotic, evil, or lawful good, surviving for their lives. The purpose of this one shot is to really push us over to that goal, unless we hit it here a little bit earlier, uh, that we've set for ourselves. We are nearly there, and we're just looking to tip the scales. There's going to be great opportunity to dive in as a new patron uh, and kind of get these rewards as they come through to where you can interact with the characters on the field also to help fund our new objective of getting these new microphones and upping our audio quality as we become a little bit more serious about what we do here in the future so again mark your calendars for the spectacular event of the fall of heroes going to be may 15th start time disclosed at a later date we are making tremendous progress on our t-shirt design. We are uh, actually have that commissioned out, and we're just waiting for the artist to get back to us. We're very excited about the the style that we're going for. More updates to that here very soon. Those will be available on our website store. We're going to get that up and running for you guys as soon as those are available so that we can begin collecting those orders. This is another way that is going to be huge. If you are unable to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, we understand And for those of you who've been wanting shirts for a long time, this is, again, a huge way to support the show, a huge way to support what we do here and to help us kind of propel into the next level of the podcast for us. So keep your eyes peeled uh, for information on that. The best way to stay up to date is through our Discord. You can find that link on our Facebook page uh, as well as our Twitter. There's a link to go straight into the Discord. It is absolutely a party in there. We've added a lot of games, a lot of ways to, uh, to kind of stay involved, uh, as well as all the channels just uh, talking about different subjects. Uh, we have a huge chat usually on drop days of – the story where we're at with each episode each current episode uh, and just kind of audience speculation on what's going on there and all of us are pretty active there as well it's a great way to keep in touch with us but also be sure to follow us at basically gpod on twitter at basically good pod on instagram and as i mentioned before on facebook as well We have just completed our business meeting where we actually finalized a lot of these things. There is something coming uh, very soon that we're going to be able to share with you involving the store here shortly. Uh, We were able to put in an order for something else as well with the Patreon dollars that we've collected over the past couple of months. And we are very excited to be able to share that with you here soon. The very last thing we want to ask is that if you haven't been able to jump onto Apple Podcasts and leave a review for us on how we're doing, we'd love if you take the time to do that. It helps our reach tremendously, and we ask that you take a moment and, and let us know what you think. It helps us uh, kind of create the, the direction of the show, and we just love to hear from you anyway. Your feedback is invaluable to us. So mark your calendars again for May 15th for our Fall of Heroes one-shot. We are very excited. It's kind of all we've been talking about from the last week. This last weekend was crazy. Everybody's frantically getting their character sheets together, even though we're so far out. We're very excited about the tip menu. We'll be releasing that later this week to kind of show you all what's going to be available for you as an audience member. Keep your eye out for those posters coming to our social here later this week. That is all the announcements I have for today. Please enjoy this week's episode
1: of a basically good podcast. We are going to open to the final chamber of the Fortress of Sorrow, where we see the light has receded from where Belmazog once stood. The entire chamber is full of, is, is blackened with scorch marks from the solar nova bomb that has exploded. Uh, The blue flames flicker and dissipate and everyone appears to be still standing but heavily, heavily damaged. Uh, Lots of single digi mode going on. Renale has fallen to the ground and is um, kind of bleeding out uh, and is dying. Um, And we see the uh, dragon in front of Clary is very, very haggard um, and has also been damaged by this blast of negative energy. Um, And the Akujai um, sorcerer known as Devoku is crumbled over in the corner, still conscious, but badly burned. Belmazog is nowhere to be seen. The bedroom... Um and study area are all blackened and burned. Everything has been absorbed by the 90 points of damage from her final attack. The ceiling is crumbling from where the pillar of flames from the heavens struck down. You guys can see the moonlight coming in. And... Yeah, the entire facility begins to shift and crumble. You see pieces of the clay, red clay walls chipping, and you see parts of the bone cracking. Um, And as Aaron knows, you guys have hours before the entire fortress begins to collapse in on itself. Um, We are going to still go in initiative order because someone is dying. And if Belmazog took the last turn then that means it is Urkel's turn.
0: <clears throat> Urkel did not take any damage from the blast, which is amazing. Um, <clears throat> so I guess I crawl out from hiding or wherever I was to not get hurt. And, um, yeah. See yeah. and I lay on the ground uh, right next to me and um, frantically look at Aaron and um, through the doorway and uh say do you have anything left does it i i'm completely out of of potions do you have anything to help
2: her can i respond
1: yeah,
3: I yeah say, reaction to communicate
2: yes i still have a little bit of juice in the tank all right give me the give me the six seconds
0: <laughs> okay. Um, with that, I'm going to double action move and right. get up within range of the red dragon, like catty corner. I guess no. I guess I'll flank him. Yeah. I'll just stand behind there and say, Clara, you're all right.
1: Okay. Aaron actually has uh, initiative next.
4: Uh, do you want me to hold?
1: No, no. You can go ahead. I was just saying, like. Aaron, you, you'll be able to heal
4: after Urkel finishes his job. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Kalari, um, like, took all the damage just straight to the chest. Hasn't moved. Um, and, like, spits, and like, you see like a tooth fly out. Um, kind of shakes off some of the stiffness. Um, keeps her hand on her blade, pointing to the dragon. And she says, I am for now don't know don't know what we do next here okay
1: then it will be Aaron's turn
2: okay um first I'm gonna use my healing gloves to give Renale 2d6 plus seven healing sweet um 17 and then I'm going to <laughs> use my second level heal spell to do it in a AoE so frizz you get health too as well as nice very nice that's 15 for each
5: i am at full hit points now
1: Renale is at 32 out of 62 and she is going to kind of Groan and roll over and on her, you know, begin to get back onto her feet. Um, And at this, as this healing is going on, uh, we are out of kind of initiative turn order. And the dragon sensing, you know, Kaleri and Urkel's uh, weapons pointed at him. It's going to say, that fanatic
3: is dead. I have no quarrel with you, prophet.
5: gets is uh, coming over.
4: Okay. To join this. Clary doesn't budge, basically. Um, she doesn't, like, move in to, like, attack him or anything, but she just doesn't move. And um, she says... I'm sorry, but your kind—you're uh, all, you're all the same. Who's to say you're not gonna go and destroy more once you leave this place? I know you've probably done it in the past. What? Well, that's not—that's
5: not how that works. Can't—you can't label someone. Frizzy
4: Red, I have spent my entire life studying these creatures. All they do is burn and pillage and kill my Urquil, family- How many
5: goblins killed your friends? Too many to count. There you go. Mm. And if we were judging by uh, people's uh, outward appearance, Caleri, I would look at that scar on your face and say you were one of them. So was everybody calm okay, down for a fine. second.
4: Fine. Sure. Sure. You've proven through your words and actions and your people that you're not an enemy anymore. Sure, fine. I, through my words and actions, have proved that I'm not a follower of the God of Red Dragons. So sure, we'll give him an opportunity. But all I'm saying is these creatures are evil to the bone. And if he leaves here and more innocent lives are slain because we didn't put an evil to bed, that's not on my head. You shouldn't assume any
5: creature is one way or another. Let their actions speak for themselves. Not his kind's
1: actions, is. Calare. you hear the man, the sorcerer is now on his feet behind you, says, lower your blade. Oh my God. A gosh. drag, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Says, that dragon is not your foe. That doesn't make any sense. And who might you be? He sighs. And as he looks at you, he looks at you with pity. And says, "Hmm, you have the same eyes. Says, I am Devoku. And for a time, I trained your brother,
2: Ikire.
4: Aaron gasps. Glary <laughs> also gasps and just like drops her sword immediately and leaves the dragons, you know, and comes over to Devoku and mm-hmm. kind of kneels and like immediately like tries to like help take his chains off and
2: yeah. She and Aaron just rushes says- over.
4: To uh, give medical attention. Oh, she <laughs> says, I, I'm, I, I'm so sorry, I I was lost and in, in, in my head, and it, my brother, is he, is he alive?
1: That, I do not know, but it it's something I've wondered for the past seven years. He kind of like um, adjusts, like he he kind of like winces as he like kind of fiddles with these manacles that are on his his wrists. And you can see they've like cut deep and raw from him, like hanging from them. And Aaron, as you're kind of uh, over there, like for medical attention, you see that they are like made of some black metal and have arcane runes on them.
2: Magical attention. Do I, says, I? discern anything about him?
1: Yeah, if you want to do an identify
2: check. Yeah. Arcana. Uh, twenty-seven. Um. Hmm. It
1: is all you would glean is that they're very. It, you get a very strong sense of abjuration magic aura coming from them. Mm. Um But uh yeah he he winces in pain as he's kind of adjusting them and he says I was separated from him some time ago. But I heard Belmazog speak of him. They refer to him as the weapon.
0: Holy cow.
1: It appears they it they know of his lineage, and of his power. And he is somewhere in their control, is what I've come to understand. I do not know if he is alive or dead. But these masters that this cult leader served... I fear there's something much bigger going on here than swamp magic in a feud with the Akujai. But no, this... He kind of like looks up sternly at the dragon, um, it says this... This dragon is no foe of yours or mine. Chiron, is it? The dragon kind of like, like breathes out a little bit of smoke from his nose and nods. Shared my prison with me for a time. Belmazog raised him, and for a while he served the cult. Until, that is, he had a change of heart. And up on the sacrificial bowl he was placed. I watched as they implanted that crude, golden shard in his chest in order to resurrect some kind of magical defenses. And just now, his own mother tried to sacrifice him to destroy this entire jungle. So no, Kaleri, whatever feud you have with the red dragons with Sayadi this dragon is not your foe.
4: I, I understand, but, and she says this kind of more so directly at Devoku and less to like Chiron, I think you said his name was, like, this isn't meant Kyren. to be like a threat to Chiron. This isn't meant to be a, yeah. a threat to Chiron. Um, she kind of says in a lower tone, what I have against Sayadee and the Red Dragons is much more than a feud the reason that, that my clan is dead. It's the reason that I'm not with my brother, your student. But if you, if you say he's not my enemy, I'll let it pass this time.
5: Oh, yeah, big old elf guy says it. Uh...
4: <laughs> I mean, this guy's been around longer than two months for gig. Sorry two-month-old frizz running around.
5: <laughs> In
4: his wet socks. Um. <laughs> In his
5: little wet socks. <laughs> sometimes age brings understanding and sometimes it does
0: not.
3: <laughs>
5: What's uh, to be Karen? Karen of
0: this red dragon? Kyron? what is your plan? Where are you headed? Where do you go from here?
2: Where's your dream vacation?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've only known these halls. I have been bred as a weapon of the Akujai and then bred as a lamb to the slaughter. My goal is to put as many miles between here and myself as possible.
0: And what of your nature? Writings tell us of ancient dragons hoarding gold, glassing villages, killing. Are we to believe that you'll never end up like this, that you won't be a plague on the land?
3: I have heard of nothing but wrath and destruction my entire existence and seeing how that turns out for the ones that preached it he looked around at like just the soot and the
1: the dead cult
3: I no longer have a taste for it I may be the last spawn of the great Se'adi the chosen one of the great darkness. But I have no love. For an absent father. Or. A god of destruction.
4: Fuck chance. Fuck you. <laughs> <What>? I wanted <laughs> to kill the dragon. So, uh, he's how do he's you, good in my book. How do you feel about dogs? Nope. We're not taking him that is not happening that is just not gonna happen that's just not happening
0: so here's the insight of the mind of Urkel right now from the inside the prison and inside growing up for what seven years he's a pretty young dragon everything's been doom and gloom but if we let him go and there's some sort of prophecy over the or like some like change of character over the next ten years I don't know man. I uh, now I get it. You know, I I don't think we do anything. I just worry because if this yeah, bites sure. us in the butt later, really really bad when this thing grows up. Because someone this might be
5: evil spawn.
1: later
0: doesn't mean you should kill them now. Sure, but this is the spawn of Saiyadi. <laughs> like yeah, this is yeah. How many? The last- how many
1: how many spot? How many stories in fiction did that work out for the people that were like, "Let's kill, like, the, the baby." Sure, that's, but the yeah, but the yeah. flip side is,
4: no, oh, yeah, bad. I, it's just bad, bad both ways. It's just whatever the story it's gonna do. The story's gonna do what it's gonna do. I think, I think it's one really...
5: way we're bad, and I think one way we're not bad, and I think it's pretty obvious which one it is. <laughs> I think it's it. it. Oh, that we kill the chaotic classic.
0: evil dragon. It's, we're the, so it's the classic. Bad.
5: I
1: can oh already see goodness. the meme, the memes in the in the Discord chat of a trolley problem, but whether they're not to, <laughs> to re- steam steamroll a red dragon or not. I
4: I okay, so player to player, um, I think I'm okay with letting him go. Sure. I'm just really pissed about it. I think like Calaria is just <laughs> pissed about it. You know, like I think she would still kill this dragon right now, and if Devoku wasn't there, Frizik wasn't gonna stop her. But like yeah. Devoku mentioning, I he her, fight him. I mean, I would have just killed this, you. This this is a huge <laughs> ass loose end. would This you, is a I huge mean, ass loose you, end. Can you can you can you imagine Frizzigig siding with a red dragon? Like Clary wouldn't would just like he, she would just knock you out. Like she would she would yeah. kill you. She just knock no. you out like and just kill the dragon.
1: I, I mean I, I love that Frizzigig Gig stood up for it. Like I, I love the yeah, whole like I like that a lot. Like your 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 race, your ancestry doesn't decide your yeah. actions. You yeah, but it's really good.
5: Aaron when Piza, likes the red dragon.
2: dragon. Yep. So, uh, Frizzigig oh, no.
5: also likes the red dragon. Frizzig <laughs> likes everything that the red dragon has had to say so far. Which <laughs> is exactly the red, red dragon. Do has a do you? It's no, Your I intelligence
0: definitely... is this big. Our all collective intelligence is <laughs> Compared to the dragon, they are ca- like car- they charismatic are geniuses. Like, of course, he's sitting here like, I don't want oh, anything God. to do with the bat. insight. Check, lie to me. Oh,
1: actually, well, yeah. That'd that'd actually, yeah, yeah, do a perception, use it.
4: Actually, yeah, because the bestiary says they're chaotic evil. So, man, <laughs> oh, I wish I had a
2: candle of truth.
4: Oh, that would be oh, nice. I'm
1: well, I'm looking at the bestiary and it says that they're um.
4: They're liars
2: (laughs) since they're great
1: liars
2: (laughs) that's what the best
0: yeah Yeah, dude not good I got a 30
4: I got a 30 on my perception check
0: I got a natural 20 it's like it's 40 (coughs) Uh, I got I got 40 38 sorry
4: 38
1: (laughs) yeah you you get the impression that this dragon is telling the truth he's being truthful all right or honest honest I would have it all right
0: Urgul still has said nothing after his initial comments
1: yeah So, so you know. Now that we're out of player talk, uh, the last Mm -hmm. thing he said was that uh, he is he no longer has a taste for it, or that, um, or he he may be the spawn of C.I.D., but he does not worship the god of death, or, or or care for an absent father.
4: Mm. That was such a good line.
1: Yeah,
5: I think you've earned some peace. Chase it.
4: I'll let you leave dragon but that was frizzy gagging on Silas. so that was, yeah that was real um mm-hmm. i'll let you leave dragon but just know if you harm anyone it is my goal to stop your kind from bringing terror upon this land and you will meet me again but i'll take your word for it this time
3: Is good to know then do I have your word that if I don't spread fire and death across this land that I will not be killed by any of your Kuja kin
4: Out. I don't know about looks, that one but looks I would side. just go real far away <laughs> yeah and she says as much as I consider myself an Akujai, I'm not considered kin to them any longer. I can only give you my word and those of my peers. But I can tell them of you and tell them that you mean no harm. But that's as far as I can go. What they decide to do with that information is on them. Or
2: not tell them that you exist. That's true, too. With the recommendation that you get very far away,
0: do not go to a <laughs> crivel. Leave the area.
4: Yeah. Get the maybe f- go find oh.
0: a, uh,
5: a, a little castle of sorts on a hill somewhere far away, above a little town. <laughs> <laughs> Stop.
1: Where there I are dogs. now. <laughs> where some Stop real him. nice dogs. It says, "Yeah, Devoku says, yes, I'm afraid, Chiron." The feud between our people and the Red Dragons runs too deep to make exceptions that you request. I propose you go somewhere far beyond Akujai lands. Chiron
3: nods. Again. Thank you for Disposing of my would be mother and sparing my life. For what it means, I will but remember your faces. And Kalari the Prophet. No, I have heard of your hatred of my father. But know that it was also the Akujai who killed, who slayed my own mother, my true mother, and all of my siblings. Before you cast your judgment on my kind,
1: Silas, fuck you. And then, with that, he's, <laughs> and, then, and then, without that. With that, he is going to, uh, you know, spread his wings wide and is going to take off and exit through the uh, decaying clay ceiling. Kyron,
4: you edgelord of a dragon bitch. No, oh, wait, wait,
5: wait. Frizzy <laughs> gonna call after <laughs> him. actually gonna call me. Hey, Kyron, hey, Chiron! Before you leave, there's a little goblin village in isgar it's way north of here, called Gimgash. You need a place to go. They'll take care of you there. They take care this of him everywhere. I. <laughs> they literally can't, can't, sent you. They literally can't for, take care of him. I don't know <laughs> for if a can. red, red dragon. dragon. I don't know if a when red Frizzagig dragon can care. just
4: fly around in the. Ov- no, like, not like that Frizzgig or people in Gimgash will care. I'm just saying, like, if there's a red dragon just chilling in Breach Hill, he's <laughs> going to get killed by adventurers. That's just going to happen. He's, That's gonna his happen.
0: His would look really good in a, a tavern somewhere. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, also those people don't go to Gimgash. That's true. Um, he, yeah, he looks at uh, Frizzagig and says,
3: I appreciate that, Frizzagig. I, I will also remember that you stood up for me first. Oh, God, man. Uh, and
1: now, now he is now he is going to to take off through through the hole in the ceiling and off into the starlit jungle. I'm gonna kill you last, Goblin.
2: Thanks for standing up for me. Aaron says, oh "My, my name's Aaron." Y'all judgment <laughs> as he's old. flying away. <laughs> my name is okay. Aaron. Bye.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Kyron is gone. Uh, Devoku is. Um, he is going to kind of walk over to the study um, and is going to be kind of like rummaging through uh, some stuff and finally pulls out a dark black key and is going to place it in the manacles that he is held by and as he turns it uh, the manacles fall free and onto the ground, and or, and they fall from his hands, and as they fall to the ground, they're actually going to dissipate.
2: Dang it. And crumble <laughs> to death. It. Some nice uh, magical manacles can really come in handy. Magical manacles.
1: And then, like, as he does, you see him begin to kind of, like, mm, kind of flare with some presidigitation, right? Um, not to show off but like just to stretch his uh his uh arcane arcane muscles for sure and he says for too long for too long I've been held captive for my own powers
2: Aaron touches Devoku with his bare hands and says here take some of my magic I Hey, take
4: take some of my threads.
1: Oh yeah, actually, he is going to he is going to find uh, kind of propped up um, as like part of this like makeshift bed as like a bedpost. He is going to wrench it free, and he is going to wield a um, a slick like black wooden staff, and is going to kind of like. Kind of some sparks and flames emit from the from the tip of it. That's cool. Yeah.
2: Guys, do we want do we like the staff more than Divoku? I'm sure <laughs> it's <just> a Skyrim <laughs> situation where we're like I really like those clothes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm, that's pretty cool staff. I'm just kidding. What's his staff?
1: Um. So as he's kind of doing this, there is there are some um. Some things of note lying about this study. If you guys wanted to, per se, loot the room, gimme, yes, give me okay.
5: Let me make the
1: uh, 152T. crafting 152T. checks. Uh, Loody yeah, things. Aaron, Aaron, give me an arcana and Frizz, give me a crafting 26, 33. Okay, you guys are good. So, the first thing to note is kind of in a um. In a chest, we'll say. In a chest, there is... You, you, It is not locked. You open it, and there is just a mound of thousands of, of gold, silver, and copper pieces. Holy cow, how much? Hell yeah. Um, and just saying you guys take the amount of time to kind of sort through and count them all, which will take a long time. Um, but... Um, you come up with 7,800 copper pieces. Okay. Oh. 3,950 silver pieces. Okay. And then 1,830 gold there pieces.
2: There Nice. Any plat? Uh, no plat. Two plat? One plat? <laughs> no. Dang.
1: Um Then you are going to find uh, in this treasure chest there is a wand, a rod, a long sword, a rune long sword, and then a shield. And uh, uh, tell me which ones you want first.
2: I want the first two. I want the the wand and the rod. Yeah. Okay.
1: Aaron, you find a wand of dimension door. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
2: That's, That's, the That's good. There we go, good. baby. That's real good.
1: And this one's going to be really nice, too, for one of you. You are going to find a rod of wonder.
4: <gasps> nice. <Yeah>!
1: Which, is, <laughs> uh, which is Silas's favorite item. That, that item makes me
5: hornier like no other item in this game. <laughs> Gosh, I love I, the rod of wonder.
1: Is so sick. So, uh, <sighs> oh, so for, for listeners who don't know what it is, rod of wonder is like uh, you it's roll the a best d20, I believe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I'll just read, like, five of these. It's like, summon a giant beetle, or uh, target turns blue, green, or purple with unlimited duration. Uh, the rod... Uh, oh, one d four times ten gems shoot out from the rod, dealing piercing damage in a fifteen foot cone. The rod casts invisibility on you. The 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 rod summons an elephant. Like it's just like
4: all crazy stuff. Just so there's like some it. crazy bad stuff that can happen to you too.
1: Yeah, the rod casts shrink on you. Uh, you are coated in nectar, making you clumsy. One, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gig wants it uh, so bad. Oh, oh my god. Bad. This one's crazy. Sleep within a 100-foot burst. Everyone gets hit with the sleep spell. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so so now there is a longsword oh, and a shield.
4: Longsword. What's up with yeah? Longsword.
1: Longsword. You long find longsword. You find a plus one striking cold longsword. Whoa! Whoa. Longsword. So I believe that does 1d6 cold on every attack. Holy. Guys. That's incredible.
4: Actually. Guys, That's if cool. I took that longsword, I could go sword and board for one. But I could deal, what is it? A, a longsword is a d8, right? Damage die? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, so mm-hmm. 2d8 plus 1d6 cold cold yeah plus oh, like 8 on rage a crit, damage plus strength plus weapon specialization woo.
1: on a on a crit on a crit it also um, they have a fortitude save to become slowed 1 for the end of your next turn
4: nice holy Wow. and then
1: yeah the so the weapon is yeah just like covered in like it it, it just is very frosty it's Gotta cold have them, to the touch them gloves
0: on holding that thing
1: frosty um but call? I will say, Ronnie, Ronnie, don't forget—we're uh, playing second edition, so you can take runes off of items yeah, and put it, put it on your different ones. Sword, yeah. oh, so sheet. you can take. Yeah. So Frizigate could take that frost rune off and put it on the greatsword if you wanted.
4: But. Yeah, Dude. Uh, Yeah, I, that would be um, dope. I don't even think barbarians are uh, proficient in swords anyway, and I don't want to take a feat for it. So.
1: Yeah, and then the last thing—this uh, is this is fun—you uh, find. It is a you find a sh- a steel shield covered with dragon hide of a red dragon Whoa. on the on the end of it, and it is a dragon slayer's shield. So you would assume this shield and sword were used from some long ago dragon hunter. That's
3: and so while cool.
1: the while the steel shield is raised. It grants a uh, circumstance bonus to reflex saves against AOE. Um, uh, oh yeah, so it, it it grants it's it's like normal bonus to AC, also to your reflex saves against AOE effects. And while you hold it, you get a plus two will save against dragons' frightful presence ability. You get a uh, resist. 10 to fire damage because it is a red dragon hide on it that's cool that's wow. a cool shield
4: yeah that is very cool actually maybe I do want to go sword and board because that's that's shield is just disgusting it's pretty, I don't, have, yeah, so, I don't so, so have shield block so I wouldn't be able to negate damage but it would raise my AC yeah. and give me a lot of cool stuff
1: I know shield block is a general feat if you wanted to retrain
4: but, yeah, I just to figure out what I um, want to retrain, but it's still very cool. Yeah,
1: but all in all, it, it grants reflex saves bonuses to AoE, so fire breath attacks. will will save to the Frightful Presence, and then the shield itself, um, whenever you block with it, it, it negates like fire damage. It takes 18 less damage from those.
4: <sighs> yeah, so. That's so cool. So I really want to get rid of Water Sprint, though. Come on, guys. Come, Come on, on guys. guys. Water Sprint. <laughs> They
2: like Squirtle. You want to get rid of that? <laughs> Jaguar Squirtle. <laughs> anything else I got in here? Can we do anything with these Dragon Bones? A hey, Dragon Bone. Like in Skyrim, like craft. <laughs> grab some Dragon Bone. They're disintegrating. Mace yeah, yeah, they are disintegrating. Well, what if we take them off quick? <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and put this rod
5: of wonder in my stuff, it, unless anyone has severe objections.
2: Nope. You take it, baby.
1: Renali wants it.
2: <laughs> well, Renali. I'm got sorry, Renali. Renali got the Yeah, ring I think Renali should so have it. Can, oh no, she didn't get the ring.
5: <laughs> she can just get over it. This is a great gift you have all given me, and I will not forget this. <laughs> I won't forget it when I put you all to sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Also, it, like, if you like cast him like it's a, like an ally, you could also just hit them with a lightning bolt. Oh like, my god! It could, it's like it's like it depends on like, are you pointing at the enemy? Or are you pointing at yourself? Or are you pointing <laughs> at your ally?
4: Uh, like, it's wait, pure if Frisking shrinks himself, doesn't he just like leave existence?
3: <laughs> he's he's just, already small. He's th- thumbelina.
1: <laughs> it's it's like he, he becomes like the size of a germ. <laughs>
0: Full side quest. <laughs> <laughs> just frizzing fighting off, like <laughs> you just, fall into Dr. Mario's little bottle. Use viruses. The thing, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um. Okay. Um. Yeah. You also like see. There's like a bunch of like burned. Papers and like like a work desk and stuff, but everything has been like completely blackened and burned um, But you you do see kind of like carved into the into the desk um, there is uh, a, 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 There's a bunch of different like symbols of the hawk and other things Becky Hart Steven forever Shit, um, but uh <laughs> But no, you, you. But you do see uh, the same symbol you saw in the um, in the letter from that you uh, took from Vaz Lorraine of her of her boss she was working for, trying to locate Halsetta's ring. The same three um, three triangle kind of interwoven symbol. Mm. And uh, the same, you know, red triad symbol that you have on a piece of black cloth in your in your inventory, that same three pointed symbol has been carved into this desk.
4: Hoodlums. Uh, um, does Devoku know anything yeah. about this
0: symbol
4: for sure (sighs) says
1: yes um, this is the symbol of the masters as Belmazog liked to call them she would come to this bed and I believe as she slept she would communicate with these strangers and do their bidding. For... from what I have gleaned over being trapped here in her chamber, I have learned that they had an interest in the gold that Belmazog and her cult were able to harvest from the Akujai land and for this gold that they would send downriver, she was gifted many allies, such as the Chimera, that you have assumedly disposed of, and the Gollum. They would send her reinforcements, as she would send them payments. And recently they taught her the ritual. Nol Krumi Vazgul. It was this ritual taught to her that she was able to imprison the golden shard within her own son. And erect the powerful defenses in the area that caused this mist. And also, I, I it will. I I did forget to mention this, and I realized it later. But ever since that lightning blast hit, and the the room, the room has been crumbling, and you see the bones beginning to slowly disintegrate over hours. Claire, you have noticed. Uh, considerably that your constant like smoke in your face curse has slowly been getting easier and easier to deal with.
4: Hey! Jeez, I
1: haven't seen in ages. And also you you also see that Devoku is suffering the same the same um, effect as you. And he's been dealing with that for uh, seven years now. Or no, 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 I, I took that back. Ever, ever since she recently erected the the um,
4: the, the pillars. And Devoku is an Akuji, right? Or is he human?
1: No, he is, he is a full-blooded Akuji. Okay. Yeah,
4: what? Yeah. That's what I thought. I don't know why I thought he was a human for a, a half second, but... So how is he in here? He's just been dealing with it. Was he, like, fully blind? Or did he have the same yeah. condition I yeah. did?
1: no. No, yeah, in the same condition
4: you do. Okay. Only those chosen by Ketapus to have the strength to exist within these walls may do so. I am one of them. Well did you Yeah, but they go like
1: blind and suffocate. Like
4: Yeah. It's it's yeah. they die, and this he
1: yeah. hasn't.
0: And neither have you. And we thought it was what
1: I mean, do you do you bring that up? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? For sure. Like, how come? Why? why
4: mm-hmm. Calera, how did you why bring that you? up? Uh, I guess I'll say it. Um, as, like, the mist is going down, I, I guess that would, like, keep Clary in to remember to ask this, but that mist was quite troublesome. But I'm surprised there's another one of... one of us that can exist within this space. I, I, I thought I... I thought this mark somehow protected me. How did you live in in here for so long? Belmazog
1: also thought of this, of how could she keep the Akudrai from entering her land while also keeping me, her prisoner, alive. And it was then that she made a fatal error, it would seem, when she conducted the ritual. She made a specific requirement of any Akujai currently within the Akujai Nations. And as I have not been fully in a Kujai for many years now. I do not, I know you do not know me, but I did once know your mother. I was a, I was a part of, Was a part of the Hawk clan. And for my own reasons, I left and have been a nomadic Kujai For the latter part of my life. It was this loophole that Belmazog was able to keep me alive and keep the Leopard Tribe away, but it was also the same loophole that you Kalari, an Akujai but not of an Akujai clan, was allowed to slip through the mist,
4: relatively unhurt. Damn, that's actually super cool. Really sad, but super cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just studying him. Is he telling a lie?
1: 30, yeah. 31. He seems truthful. I'm sorry. Just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Urkel, man. Hey, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> dudes, let the dragon go. If this guy's bad, <laughs> fuck.
4: Like. <laughs> um, that's all. Caleri I'm happy,
0: happily listening.
4: Is going to kind of just like... Tilt her head down for a moment. Um, So you knew my mother, huh? Great. She was a great woman. I miss her, but as one from the outside of of the clans to another. I'm glad you're still alive and I would like to ask you more about my brother If you have some time.
1: Yes, your mother was a... She was as fierce of a fighter as she was a kind and loving leader. She led her clan to the best of her ability. And I am blessed to know and have met both of her children, though. The happenstances are less to be desired. You must know your brother. I pray that he is still alive. But you must know that he has the power of your ancestors within him. I've seen them firsthand. He is the power of the Coletti. The warriors who sacrificed themselves to bring down Dahak. That same forgotten magic runs deep within his veins. But I would be glad to tell you all that I know of your brother, under the swift tutelage that he was under me.
4: Yeah, I, I would really like that. I just... It's been so long since I've seen him. But... though no, you're right. I, I always knew there was some strength that he had that... No matter how much stronger or faster I was physically, there was something about him. I, I can't believe that he's dead. There's no way, I, I don't think that he would allow himself to die. But to know that he lives and might be the key to ending all of this is bittersweet. If Dahak truly is making a return, if the great darkness is on the horizon again, am I gonna lose him just like I lost everyone else the first time?
1: I think you know that I do not have that answer for you. But I will say, but the rise in Dahak's power and Sayadi still out, somewhere working with these mysterious masters. Seeing that the power of the Kaledi still lives on and has not all been forgotten gives me hope that we, even though we are not parts of an Ikujai clan, may still yet be able to fight off the great darkness if he were to rise again. But we must go. This place has but hours left before it will fall atop of us. Gather your strength and... let us be away from
0: here. One last thing. Devoku, was it? Um, short, uh... To meet you, pleasure to meet you. Um you mentioned Gladhand. Glad I have Gladhand, gloves. Great <laughs> uh, success. He loves me. Um You mentioned the masters at large. There has to be some direction, some something she mentioned. That did Belmazog ever speak of their location or or any place that they could be congregating. In these dreams.
1: I don't think she realized it, but she was but a mere pawn in their game. They sent her gifts of power. But it seemed that this gold that they were being supplied with was worth way more. It was worth much more than the small gifts they were sending back did
0: she ever mention what the money was used for what they needed it for
1: no as i said she was but a pawn she were very frustrated with being kept in the dark of many of their dealings all they cared about was production the production could not stop but as for their location their plan she was
3: not told
0: And we can't trust anyone. Truly, if we don't know anything about these people, we must be careful who we share information with. How often did she speak to them? Belmazog.
1: She would reach out to them, or rather, they would reach out to her with some unspoken message. Once every week, as a shipment would go out, they would she would go to, to sleep and speak with them.
0: How long ago did she speak to them last?
1: The last time she spoke with them was last night.
0: We may have a small time so- frame here. As of right now, it seems that, I don't know if they're notified of her death, somehow, if, if a tether snapped or something, I'm not very well versed in magic, but as of right now, they believe that she's still alive and well and that things are going according to plan.
1: Yes, these these masters, they will know soon of the work you've done here. And as I should say, The looming threat is very cumbersome. But know what you've done here today. Destroyed the cursed bones of the Sorrowmaker. bringing back the lands for our Kuja allies. Stopping this gold production. I have faith that these small things have must have a larger impact
4: on our foes. Devoku, you said that these masters saw use for Belmazog and her cult. Would you say that that How do I say this? Are are they also worshippers of the Sorrow Maker? the Great Darkness, or were they just using Balmazog and the cult as a means to get gold and resources? I have often wondered the same thing, Clary.
1: I do not know, but they did speak that they wanted not not just gold, but they wanted the blood of the Sorrowmaker. So I do not know if they worship her god, or if they are just using it as a cover for gold, or if truly they do seek some kind of essence of Dahak, I do not know.
4: We had the same conversation, Devoku. We spent 30 minutes wondering whether the blood of star Sorrowmaker was, was real or if it was <laughs> gold. I rolled like three checks on it, and Chance said, I don't know. You don't know, man. I don't know. You don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like we have... We got to get out of here. We got to go see the Elephant people if we're going to go see mm-hmm. the Elephant people. We got to get back to a Krivel, and then we know that the gold's been going to Blood Cove. And yeah, so... there
4: might be leads there.
0: I don't know. I don't know if we want to try to get the heck out of here and go back home. Um, but that's the only real live line right now. But I think it's probably worth going back maybe and checking in on folks at a and letting them know that, hey, everything's Gucci now. <laughs> yeah. We're after gonna have to after Elephant, folks. We're
4: going to have to limp to the Elephant people. I mean, we're going to yeah. have to rest because, like, yeah, we, are, sure. we are doinked.
0: Yeah. We are pancake right anyone else want to say anything sorry i'm jumped out of rp for. Jeez, good. come on zach i'm really screwing it up here
2: <laughs> no nope. we're professionals uh, but dammit. i do want to rest i do want to rest yeah
4: yeah, yeah. no i'm good this is also one of those like decisions where if we don't immediately go to the elephant people they just die again they like were revived and they die again <laughs> huh, huh. so just so you guys know that's going to happen
1: yeah yeah uh go ahead and give me a
4: survival check if there's a wandering monster, we might actually die. We'll be fine. No, we'll so be strong fine. Enough. Strong enough. Okay, 34.
1: Uh, Crit success, or... Yeah, I think it's crit success. But regardless, there are, like, no Akujai in the area, and uh, the mist has dissipated after a few hours, and everyone can see, and uh, life has returned to normalcy within this area of the jungle, so... Still, still big ass monsters out there
4: but but they're natural now, yes, monsters safe.
1: yeah nothing nothing that and I think there was a, I think rules at one point that I, I've seen that was like when you roll for wandering monster you're really only concerned with like like all the monsters below your party's level wouldn't would basically if they encountered your party they would run away yeah right? yeah or, like, you're only really rolling for the monsters that are a threat that wouldn't be initially scared off. You know? So. um, But with your party size and everything, like, no little tarantula. Giant tarantula is going to mess with you guys. So.
4: No little um, giant tarantula.
1: No little giant tarantula. <laughs> you guys do have a raft. And I think if I pull up, let me switch the map over to the, um, the, uh, Mawenge expanse i think you guys are one move away from yeah so it'll actually be two days journey for you guys two days journey to get to the alpha people but yeah you guys spend um a day going down the river uh you guys shoot 30 30 miles in one day down the river um towards blood cove and you kind of get on the bank rest for a night no wandering monster you guys are full hp now um, and then it is one more day that you move one more tile and you are approaching the the land that um Renale has has remembered you know from where she's been here of where the elephant people might have uh or might still be located um and really on this on this journey um Renale has been um Obviously, like back at the at the um, the Fortress of Sorrow, very celebratory, very uh, happy of, of um, finally dealing with the cult and everything and, and, and healing everybody. Uh, but this this last day, uh, two days, she has kind of grown quiet, and you can tell that she has been kind of. Um, worrying about the the people who kind of showed her kindness has been at the forefront of her mind. And she's been a bit reclusive the past couple days. Would Um, you say
4: she's been... A brown recluse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Minus nice. That's so. Yeah. <laughs> Minus one hero no, points. Oh, man. Oh, oh uh, Speaking of hero <laughs> points, I didn't say this, but for the best lightning bolt we've ever yes. seen, Jackson, you're going to get for sure. a hero point. Was this, money. I, was, I was talking to, to, to Zach after that episode, and I was like, you took out one ad you damaged the boss and then you took out another like kind of mini boss that was dealing eight like 286 sh- beams every turn and you also freed an, a powerful ally mm-hmm. all in one in one's the, best yeah,
4: of all time insane and
1: and i was i was wondering if i was like man did i just like do that encounter wrong like did i just like fuck that up but it was like no like For some reason one magic or one lightning bolt through the middle of the room just does that you know like
2: (laughs) you know so i saw the line yeah um
1: but uh but yeah you guys are on foot now uh and you guys are kind of going through the jungle and eventually the forest uh begins to kind of um open up and you see that Here and there, the forest bears scorch marks of a vicious fire. Charred bark scars the roots of trees, and small patches of undergrowth have been reduced to mere twigs. The focus of the fire seems to have been several small houses in a large clearing. All of these structures have been burnt to the ground, leaving only charred timbers behind. A single stone well stands in the middle of the burnt-out village. Near the well lie two almost unrecognizable corpses that appear to have been trampled by some large creature. As you get closer, you see that these corpses are um, buggered in nature. Some cinder claws that got the uh, bad end of an elephant attack. But, near, near these uh, bodies you see um, cinematically uh, cut away to where you don't see any of the gruesome details, but there are burned, charred bodies, weeks old, of, of some human, humanoid figures. And as you guys kind of see this, Renale is just kind of walking out, looking down and just begins to walk slowly through the village. Do you guys uh, follow?
2: Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: As you follow, you look and, and like I said, the, the buildings have been burnt down to the ground. Um, the some of the structures are still like leaning in on itself, big log timbers kind of crushed. And it is here that you, uh, Rinaldi approaches a hut that appears, uh, that she looks at, um, with familiar familiarity. And as she enters this hut, there is a large um, beam that has fallen, a structural beam that has fallen on the ground, and there is a, a man that has been crushed underneath the beam. You see that his uh, both of his legs have been crushed under the beam. And um, it appears that he uh, has only uh, recently passed. Shit! And for the listeners, you know uh, this this man is um, Edka, the kindly old man that helped Renale um, many many weeks ago. And Renale speaks up after some silence, and says... There were more here. It brings me peace that... not all of the elephant people... died here. I hope that they all escaped. and join their kinsmen to the south. I see no elephants here. That's good. This happened weeks ago. So, it's not like we could have stopped this from happening this happened before we even got to the Moingi, but my friend here, he who's not lucky like his kinsman. he appears he was trapped. He was not gifted a quick death. He must have died alone, waiting for someone to return to help him. She, like, punches kind of one of the, like, structural boards and, like, the, the hut kind of shifts, you know. She says, we could have helped him. I'm sorry. She's just gonna kind of walk off and leave the hut.
2: I think Aaron's gonna run off to try and comfort her or at least be with her.
4: Yeah.
1: Are you wanting to say something?
2: Not beyond that he's really sorry and that he just wants to, you know. Yeah. She says,
1: I. She kind of turns and notices that you're following her. She says, I think I just need to be alone right now, Okay. Thanks.
2: Aaron understands.
1: And she's just kind of, kind of go off and kind of sit on the edge of the of the village. Uh, do you guys want to do anything?
4: Yeah. Um. I think Kalere is going to uh turn to Frizzigig like as uh Aaron and Renale kind of leave the hut. She's gonna to turn to Frisgig and say, Can't save everyone, huh? We. We could have saved him. I don't know what to think about that. Maybe we should at least give them a proper burial? I don't know if there's anything we can do at this point. But it just hurts. You know? Yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can do. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard not to be results oriented when you know you shouldn't. We made the choices we did in the moment because we had to, but you can always pay your respects. Let's, uh, let's clean this place up.
4: Chance, really quickly, can I do uh or anybody can I, can I do a society check to see if it would be disrespectful for outsiders to To loot? Not to lose. I was thinking the same thing. Dear Lord. Regress. Dear God. To, like, touch the bodies, right? So, like, essentially, yeah, if the, no. the elf people from the south came back, like, would they want to, like, bury their, their kind, or would they be okay with us doing it? Yeah. Um. I think...
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that, like, if you guys were to kind of, like, over time, like, round up the dead bodies and like bury them. Um that would be fine. I think that would feel that would feel good rather than like letting them sit out here and decay. Yeah. And who who knows when, you know, the elephant people would come back, you know. So.
4: Okay. Then yeah. Well, Renale's off. I guess we're going to spend or Frisky and I at least are going to spend our time starting to round yeah. up the bodies. I will too.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, Aaron comes back and joins them.
1: Okay. And, and and you know out of RP Devoku's going to kind of try to understand what's going on. I'm sure you guys fill him in and stuff. But, mm-hmm. It's none of his business, um, okay? We don't want to <laughs> Get, Get, out, of Get, of Get out, of out
4: of here Dooku. <laughs> Get out of here. You're not don't part of you. the
2: crew just because we saved you, okay? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Turn into um, a spider and then maybe we'll talk.
4: Greatest Sith duelist of all time. My ass. Get out of here, Dooku. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so
1: time passes. Eventually, Rinaldi comes back and sees what you guys have done. And she says, she says, "I, I, I think I just needed some time to think through some things. Um, I appreciate honoring the dead, um, that you guys, guys have done here. Um, yeah, I think I just need to kind of digest this on my own some more, but, um, I think we should head back to a cripple and let the Akujai know what's happened.
4: I agree. Clary looks like she wants to say something, but... She just says, okay. Let's go back. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: Yeah, I think she's, like, um... Obviously, like, feels the guilt that, like, you guys had some agency and didn't do it, maybe... Maybe she should have spoke up more. You know, maybe you guys should have listened. But for now, she's going to kind of just keep that to herself. So um, so if I look at the map um, from here, it's going to be, if you guys are, I'm assuming, double timing it, right?
2: We're triple timing oh, it. Oh.
1: <laughs>
4: Quadruple timing it.
2: Okay, that's not humanly possible. Yeah. We're triple time. So
1: <laughs> so you guys you guys are here. Mm-hmm. So if you guys double timed it, that would be one, two, three, four, five. So that would be three three days to get back to a group.
4: Yeah, but if we could triple time it. <laughs> if we call, oh. call some angels to fly
2: us. <laughs> I take out a small whistle. <laughs> and it has two angels' wings on it, and I just go, but it's like you can't no, hear no it. No, he, yeah,
3: mm-hmm. no, no, it's yeah, it's only not, angels, yeah, it's, it's not too high pitching like an angelic. angelic
2: for us to yeah, it's, it's just, just a celestial an angelic pitch for you. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just, it's just
2: a you're um, it's like a 60 60 person choir, yeah, coming out of this pipe. but
1: only if you
2: have a goodness stat above 90. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah you guys
1: are good, um, uh, I'll, I'll just say like no need for you know survival it's pretty safe uh, but three days journey back to a cribble, right mm, that's mm. what you guys want to do yeah.
2: yep make it a okay. two day journey please
4: make it a one day journey please make me a one day Sunday um, sorry <laughs> as
1: as you guys uh, are moving uh, you know maybe like uh, 10, 10 or so miles outside of a cribble um you guys are going to be uh joined uh like you like see kind of like through through the trees uh moving at lightning fast speed uh you were going to see uh Akosa
5: There's our boy
1: And he looks down on you He's been doing that the entire
4: show Ooh what? looking down on me Oh no! <laughs> he looks Spice. down
1: on you, and, and you you remember the, the, kind of scowl he normally, normally always gave you guys. But now, as he looks down on you, you see a a, a glint in his eye and a smirk across his face. And he says, "Since it appears, it appears the heroes have returned home."
4: That feels good. Yeah. He says, "Come." That feels good.
1: He says, "Come, <laughs> follow me. We have much to discuss in a cribble." And that is the end of episode
4: sixty-five. Acosa, we're back, baby. Acosa is my favorite NPC. Civilization.